Okay, episode 47, what are we thinking? Good afternoon. It is it was afternoon. Funny. Yeah. It's a funny afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's a funny Sunday. It's always a funny Sunday with us. <laughs> a, fun, a fun day? Fun, fun Sunday. Fun. Yeah, the su- oh, Sunday fun day? Song. Sunday Sunday. That's what yeah. I want. Nope, that's still wrong. <laughs> still sounds kind of lame. Somebody yeah. else start talking. Um, yeah. yeah, this doc about a joke. Yeah. Aristocrats. Man, I saw this one uh, like just three days ago. Yeah. So I first saw this back, uh, I think, when it came out. What? So again, 2005. Yeah, I think uh, I saw it then too. Yeah, I just watched it earlier this week. Just uh, So it's funny how, how memory works. I, I could have swore on anything that when I watched it back in 2005, like it was like a stage show. It was like a stand-up comedy special where like they had a bunch of comedians like they would come out on a stage, but that's not no. how it is at all. No. It's, it's literally interviews. Yeah. There is something like that on YouTube. Is there? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's just called uh, The Aristocrats Live. Uh-huh. Might have got it mixed up with that. But Maybe. But it's, yeah. it's cool how... Um, so this documentary is about a joke that comedians would tell to each other because, like, it's so crude and so fucked up that, like, there's no way you would ever get this on TV. Right. Or, like, a crowd would just turn on you or just be like, this is the weirdest shit ever. So they would just say it to each other. But it's cool how when the comedians were getting approached to talk about it and how a lot of them were like well, I'm not going to tell it, like, just, I'm not going to sit here and say the same old joke that everyone else has done. So of, like, with, like, the mime, how, like, he did the rendition of it, or, um, fuck, I forget the guy's name, where he was standing in a hallway. Oh, yeah, Uh, it's the guy with the crazy hair. Yeah, Yeah. the guy who did the rendition, like, in the bathroom, and then the other guy who did it in front of, like, to the homeless guy, and then the homeless guy didn't laugh, and he's (laughs) just like, here, here's some money. (laughs) <laughs> so it's just cool how they're like, okay, we'll do it, but like we're gonna put our funny take on it. And, and then Sarah Silverman's, I yeah. think hers was one of the funniest. And I think that homeless guy was actually like a an African like military guy. Yeah, yeah. he looked like he was dressed like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he was homeless. I don't know where <laughs> they were. I don't know where they were. Yeah. Where that joke was told. Yeah, I, think I feel like it, it looked like it was in New York City, but yeah, I yeah. think that's just because that's where that comedian is from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe yeah, it wasn't a homeless sense. guy. Sorry, I take that back. But no, I mean either fact way. checking. It's still it. funny to just <laughs> oh. randomly like, hey, you want to hear a joke? And like, okay. And then they're like, Whoa, this joke yeah. is fucked up. Well, and I think like the part I think made it like funnier was he looked like he didn't understand hardly anything. He's just like, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, that's right. He's like, hey, <laughs> the guy's like, oh, here, take some yeah, money. Just take some money. <laughs> He's like, okay. So yeah. yeah. Um, what's the joke? So who wants to tell it? Are, are we going to tell a version of it? We're going to do such a bad job. You yeah. have to be like... So, basically, what I read was, like it, it, like you said, it was a joke that other comedians tell other mm-hmm. comedians. And no uh, one knows, really, the origins right. of it. And uh, so, I read like, IMDb or something like that, that it was used as a like a mental kind of workshop for comedians, like, mm-hmm. just like, to kind of keep them on their toes. Like, they'd tell other comedians backstage, kind of yeah. get them... Um, their brain working and yeah. like, so they can just come up with random shit right off the top of their head, right? Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, I can totally I can make picture sense. myself like doing mental exercises to try yeah. to 
get it like a fast brain working. Right. Because yeah. especially if you're smoking weed backstage or <laughs> drinking or like. Doing yeah. And you have like, uh, really. like, a, I don't want to say like X rated, but like uh, that type of act. Yeah. This joke would totally, because it would get you in that f- f- uh, mind frame sure. of just like thinking totally outside the box. Yeah. So I'll kind of explain the joke a little bit. Without going into too much detail. Fuck it. <laughs> so the joke goes that there's this uh, uh, talent agent. So I guess it started off as like a vaudeville uh, talent, a- talent agency. Yeah. And uh, this group walks in and says, yo, do we ever have an act for you? And the yeah. talent agent says, oh, like, what is it? So then the guy goes on to describe the act. And you know, there's a lot of fist fucking. And like basically anything is involved yeah. that is crude. Or offensive, or and it's with his like, family members. It's not yeah, like he hires yeah, right like performers. Yeah. So like throughout the documentary, a lot of the versions. Well, I think every version has to do with mm-hmm. like insects and uh, violence and and all kinds of taboo shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, did you say insect? Incest. 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 You can yeah. throw some bugs in there too. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be creative. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the the whole premise of it is just to set up. That the you a guy goes to a talent agency and then the ending yeah when them like the guy's like well, what do you call that act and like the aristocrats so that's yeah. all you Ta-da. have to remember in between there is like the comedians are like it's just an open road like yeah. wherever you go and then the story with uh, Chevy Chase parties like his legendary parties yeah. where you couldn't repeat yourself and it had to involve. Like, what was it? Like a... A mother, a father, two children, and a dog. Yeah. And everyone had to be involved somehow, yeah. and you couldn't get, like, mixed up, which is like, whew, that would so, be crazy to hear some of those renditions. When my wife asked me uh, you know, what documentary we watched this week, and I, I told her and and explained the joke to her, um, she kind of wrinkled her nose. and then <laughs> She didn't think it was funny? And then I told her, like, what the punchline is. She's like, uh, what? But, so, like... What makes it funny is like all the shit that is described throughout this act, mm-hmm. the aristocrats is not a proper name. Like it, like the aristocrats makes you think of something like, like fancy and suave and yeah. Meanwhile, it's just like the most fucked up shit. To, That's why when they, yeah. uh, was it Billy Connolly when they're talking like the British version yeah. of it when they're the sophisticates? The sophisticates. Like, yeah, that's, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> the debonairs. Yeah, 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 that's a funny one too. Yeah, I like yeah. that. That was pretty funny. So it's pretty cool how it's like a the thing royalty. that comedians do. Like it's a universe. Seems like yeah. a universal. It's just an inside joke. Oh, yeah, for it's sure. an industry standard yeah. amongst comedians, and they just they know they can't tell them on stage. Yeah. But although it's like doing backyard construction. Yeah. It's like guys who do professional construction do it by the book, but guys who do it in their backyard, even if they are professionals, they cut corners because yeah. fuck it, they know. Yeah, but this could be on like HBO or of a network that had so, nuts that well, could do it like someone that did it funny. Like so the one time it was on TV mm-hmm. was uh, one of the the Friars roasts. The great w- was the roast of Hugh Hefner, right? Yeah, yeah. And Gilbert. It was right, like not right after, but relatively after soon after nine eleven. Right. And uh, Gilford, Gilford Godfrey was kind of like he made a nine eleven joke and yeah he of, made a joke about um he has to he has to hurry up because he has to catch a flight oh yeah but he's worried because the flight pattern was gonna go by by the Empire State Building and no one laughed yeah and then he was just like 
fuck it. And then he just started telling the joke. And then he's like, some of this might get cleaned up for TV. (laughs) But dude, just his voice and how his brain works. Like, he is so fucking funny. Like, I heard him on a podcast recently, and he's still killing it. Like, oh, he's a funny man. So, I think this was the first time, like, when I watched this, when I realized Bob Saget was actually, like, a filthy comedian. Really? Yeah. Before, like, because this was 2005, right? This was, like, like, when did Full House go off the air? I've never known that. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't even want to guess. I'm I'm gonna look that up. Uh, but more importantly, when did Fuller House come back? On shut the, the fuck up, man! Put that mic down and go. Your that show is a mute treasure. Him, mute him, mute him for five minutes. It's a North American gem. You're muted for five minutes. Yeah, uh, a family that lives in fucking talent agency. Uh, a family that lives in San Francisco, and no one in that family is gay. Like, come on, you're hey, in San Francisco. Okay, that's progressive. One right of those there. kids had to be like super progressive. No, but that's like the inverse of progressive, but also progressive still, because everyone's gay. But if you're straight, that's pretty progressive. I feel you. So okay. Good it went off, it went off the air in '95, which was like ten Whoa. years before Whew. this. Yeah. Perfect but, timing. But basically, I knew like Bob Saget from Full House. And yeah. I knew Bob Saget from America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. And yeah. I think yeah, America's Funniest Home Videos he had a little bit longer run. Yeah. On that I think. Yeah. Not sure. Um, Those checks was around with uh, Tom Bergeron. I think it was. Yeah. Man, that yeah. guy. That guy killed it. Yeah. That was some funny jokes. And uh, so, like, okay. I always thought uh, Bob Saget was this, like, clean-cut, like, like wholesome comedian. And then I watched this, and I was like... Like the embodiment of a dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, and he has one of the filthiest uh, ones, but it gets cut off right at the... Almost, like, right at the punchline. Because mm. he, has, he was, has to go on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I was actually... I watched uh, an interview. I tweeted it to uh, our Twitter account. Uh, cool. the, the other day, it was on... Uh, another podcast the h3 podcast okay yeah um i've seen a few of them they're pretty cool yeah and he was talking about uh uh the joke and, and oh stuff cool like that and about uh the movie a little bit and Sick. this was just recently it was in the last few years oh okay uh, cool he was talking cool. about it again but ethan i believe that guy's yeah, name is yeah, yeah 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 and then like he goes on to say you know like he he didn't get to to say the punchline in the movie because mm-hmm. he was waiting to go on stage and then all of a sudden it was his cue and he had to run out go on stage yeah that's so crazy that his brain could just work something and then he's like oh i gotta go do this yeah and then he probably went and killed it it's not like he went up on stage and was like um uh, yeah so it, yeah but yeah no he's funny man like he, it's it is interesting i'm like yeah what his humor yeah well especially because like a whole generation knows him as like the dad, mm-hmm. like as well, dude. Th- like another fucking legend that's in this is George Carlin. Yeah, and like, dude, he was in fucking like Shining that time station. Yeah, bro, and like any of his stand-ups is like, oof. But yeah, like he was doing some revolutionary shit at the time. Right, but but I mean, George Carlin's always been kind of thought of like, not a dirty comedian, I guess, but like it, it wasn't like a an honest comedian. Yeah, but like there was it, a time when he was like suit and tie, like yeah. telling clean jokes. Yeah, but that was also kind of the time, and then right. he was just like uh, finding his own voice. I mean, he would have gone to jail more times than he already did would go to jail had he been the George Carlin that we know all throughout his career. Like oh, he yeah, never would have been, been famous. Yeah, right. no, he would have. Yeah, like nineteen George Carlin of like 
in a way. 50-year-old George Carlin? They'd yeah. be like, no, man. Yeah, you got to kind of play the game. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. But, no, it's interesting seeing his stand-up of, like, why the chicken cross the road? Like, it's obviously not like that, but right. it's clean shit. And you're yeah. like, wow, that's crazy. Mm. I wonder if it's still, re- like, relatively clever. I think it is still or pretty funny, like but dumbass yeah, you actual know, jokes. I don't think I've seen any of his young uh, comedy. That's what's hard yeah. with comedy, man, because there could be stuff that you're like, this was hilarious fucking 20, 30 years ago. Right. And then the three of us could watch it, and we're like, I don't really. Didn't, a- didn't age well. Yeah. Or like, one of the, a perfect example is Raw. Like, Raw is still pretty funny, but like oh. the Eddie Murphy <laughs> special. I thought oh. you went somehow for wrestling. Yeah. Oh, I've no. Never, I've never no, seen no, no. Raw. No. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's special. Yeah. And then, like, just the first, like, maybe five, ten minutes is just him ripping on gay people. Yeah. And I mean, we're like, well, this is totally seen in a different light now. Sure. But That's yeah. only really true of stand-up comedy. Not only mm-hmm. true, maybe I shouldn't yeah. say that. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely true of stand-up comedy. But one where, like, one format where comedy somehow survives really well is the theater. Yeah. Live stage. Comedy mm-hmm. there is almost timeless they're like shakespeare is a classic example of yeah that is like, interesting that's weird example. yeah that shit is still hilarious like as long as you're not like some drooling moron you're probably going to get the joke because it's stuff that we all know and experience but on top of that there are greek comedies some of the first comedies on the stage ever produced i think were greek and that stuff is still pretty funny as well I mean, I'm speaking from my perspective, sure. and I, I have a liking to Greek mythology and whatnot, so I might get more of the jokes, but overall, I mean, they're pretty normal stuff. Like, they're it's full of fart jokes and, like... Right. Uh, yeah, pretty universal shit. Like, calling people stupid yeah. kind yeah. of jokes. Like, I, they're normal language as well, as long as they're translated effectively. I yeah. think that comedy on the stage somehow doesn't age the same. Right. And, like, funny pictures might be the same. They don't really age the same as uh, purposeful performed comedy pieces, which I think is a relatively new thing as well. Because isn't it accredited to um, Mark Twain that he was one of the first stand-up comedians in America? No, uh, yeah, that, no you idea. could somewhat, yeah. But like Lenny Bruce was one of the first that was like getting arrested and like saying crazy shit on stage. Oh no, I don't mean that because like that's not. But yeah, funny. Mark Twain. But, um, what do you mean? So, well, no, because like comedy then on the stage isn't that old of a thing, and it's already uh, tough to relate it throughout the generations. Yeah, so it's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. old, and it's dying fast. Yeah, or it dies fast. It's not yeah. dying right. fast. It's yeah. fucking exploding right yeah. now. There are, but that's more... why it's a cool art form because it's just like such a quick turnover where you have to have like such yeah like, original creativity and the whole like not stealing a joke, which is another interesting element of this of comedians agreeing to do this because they've been like oh other yeah, comedians definitely. are telling the joke like right. i gotta do something different like if paul Provenza and pendulette were like no you're just gonna sit down and like you're gonna come in this room and then you're just gonna tell the joke it would be com- like they'd be like no i don't want to fucking do that like everyone yeah. else is doing that yeah so that's that's exactly what whoopi goldberg did yeah that was some funny stuff yeah. too i mean how she had described that little performance that was like that was really funny i was into yeah. that yeah she's oh, another yeah. one that's like bob saget that you like she was in like sister Star Trek. Act. yeah and then Star you're Trek. like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah true and then like whoa this 
This, wow. Okay. Yeah. She cool. was such a nice character in Star Trek too. Yeah. Oh man. What do you think she was like on like the set of Star Trek? Oh, just she was like, definitely telling foreskin yeah. jokes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> she was here. Well, and so like, I know you mentioned Chevy Chase uh, earlier and uh-huh. how like, you know, he he's known for having these parties where you know you had to tell the jokes and you know those rules. Mm-hmm. So he was actually asked to be in the movie. Oh wow. Um, of course I, he didn't. I do think it. he he was interviewed. Like they actually filmed his stuff, um, but then, and then he, he pulled out. It's not like him. And then he uh, he didn't uh, sign the um, the release the release yeah uh, wow. because he was worried about what his daughter would think about him saying that kind of content. What? Yeah, mm. it's not like like she's gonna hear it um, from anyone else any differently. Like the story is the story. Well, yeah, he, I it's also like it's you, not like whoa, dad, like you're a senator. And you said this? Like, oh my yeah. God, like, hey, you're a comedian. Well, especially with Chevy Chase's, like, reputation as being, like, just an outright ass. Exactly. Like, I was just going to say that. Or, like, his daughter's, like, yeah, of, like, I've heard all these stories about you doing mountains of cocaine. I'm like, that's not true. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah. There's Do like the little, nose whistle again, yeah. Uncle Chevy. <sighs> there's a little uh, um, trivia yeah. fact that cool. yeah, he didn't. Uh, want to be included because uh, he was yeah, afraid man. of uh, what his daughter would think about the content yeah, of it. That sucks, He'll be such a like a neat person to interview because he's just like... If you could just get him to not be a dickhead and actually yeah. just talk. It's like Lou Reed, man. Like even that old Lou Reed interview, the dude from Velvet Underground. Yeah. The, the guy's interviewing him. He's like our age and he's like, oh, that's cool that you like created like fucking Velvet Underground and did all this cool shit and hung out with Andy Warhol. And he's like, yeah. I know. I was there. I did it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. All right, man. Yeah, like, I know. Jesus that's, Christ, that's what dude. what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So. Take a compliment. There was uh, also supposed to be other legends in this, like the great Rodney Dangerfield, but he passed away before. So. Well, yeah. Oh, so that would have been hilarious. Him and. Um, they should have just uh, uh, weekend at Bernie'd him. <laughs> someone. Yeah. Him and. Uh, Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, there's another. I get no respect. <laughs> and, <laughs> you don't even respect my body. <laughs> Another comedian. They were gonna do it, but then uh, they uh, their failing health. Uh, oh no! Um, was it Robin Williams? <laughs> no, he, he was. was oh no, he was in it. Right? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was another older comedian. They and they ended up passing away just before the movie got released. Yeah, I'm trying to find it here. Bang. Yeah, and there I, was. So that was one thing I noticed about this was Buddy his, Hackett. Um, oh, he's a yeah, hack. Johnny and sorry. Johnny Carson was supposed to be because this is well, Johnny they, Carson's favorite joke. They wanted to screen it for Johnny Carson before um, he passed away, but okay. he ended up passing away before it got released as he well. He was also uh, supposed to. They wanted to interview him, yeah. for this, but he declined. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's ever told this to a president. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. You think right. really? You think so? Yeah. Has yeah. Eddie Murphy ever been to the White House? I feel oh, like shit. he would uh, definitely have the gall to say something like this. Oh, so, man, there's been... I don't, uh, which be president funny. do you think would have enjoyed it the most? Jimmy Carter. Nixon. That's who I was thinking. Nixon. Jimmy Carter, Nixon, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He was definitely all uh, of the things. Or like, what? The, the joke is... The, the, no, yeah. the, fucking, the, the, the fucking CIA guy. The guy who had Hoover? info. Yeah. Yeah, he'd been like, "Ah, oh, this is that sounds like a Saturday night for me, boys." Yeah, like, that God. was close. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like they're too conservative. What do you to, know, Hoover? Yeah. Oh man, to, do you know like 
Oh yeah, yeah, but but <laughs> on on the outside. Oh uh, yeah, but that's why they're not gonna like, hey, we're on CBS and my buddy over here is gonna tell you an awesome joke while I dance around in this dress. Let's laugh with the nation. Come it's on, like, Mr. make sure President. the Oval Office, all those Story locks are closed, <laughs> and the fucking Secret Service guy has his eyes closed. Imagine being that Russian bug listener. You're yeah. Like, oh man. <laughs> they just that was throw so the, funny. Throw the headphones off and like they say we're fucked. Like <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> they talk about killing children. <laughs> Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, like, a lot of the content, uh, it, and looking, like, from what I remember watching. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Wasn't I thinking of something? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> you just cut Tyler off. Is that what you were thinking <laughs> about? I think it no. was. Yeah. Was <laughs> um, I, and, and I'll have to admit, like, uh, you know, I'm not a very prudish person, but, like, sometimes I got watching this, I was like, oh, that's like it was like it's very taboo like yeah. some of the like the content of the joke and you're yeah, just like that's true mm-hmm. like it i would like to talk to comedians now and see if they would still like because i have a feeling like that comedians wouldn't sit down and do these interviews as it is right now with the whole me too movement which and- sucks man because they totally should be able to because it's not like they're like this is our act or like right. this is my childhood right. they're like it's clearly so fucked up sure that like it's i i look at it as the same as like the three of us telling a story about us going to mars right that, like clearly it's not true but can you do that with racist jokes i don't think you can the separation right. is a lot more fun. Yeah. I right. will, yeah, I will admit that. Like me telling a joke about the family who goes on stage and hangs a bunch of black people. Well, we're on the edge. Yeah, like, there's a reason why I chose that. Yeah, that as would the be content yeah. for my joke. Yeah, okay. But, and I think I think we're you we're, could make the argument. It's not always true because yeah. mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who tell jokes that sure. have nothing well, to do so with what they do. One of the uh, the white comedians in uh, in this he uses the n word uh, in his joke. Yeah, and that ap- caught me off guard. Apparently, he got like a ton of backlash from uh, from African American people, wh- rightly so. Yeah, because I, I think Whoopi Goldberg says it, but it was the mime who said I it, right? <laughs> yeah, he yeah. kind of. <laughs> no, I think it was the guy up. who was in like the kind of like the back uh, like dressing room um, thing. Yeah, uh, I do remember uh, it. It, jar- it was jarring. He's he's not a guy that I know of no. his stand up uh, off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's true too how uh, that stuff comes back to bite you because sure. now I have zero interest in even figuring out who it was. Right. Maybe for our listeners that would yeah. be some good information, but I have zero interest in. But up his and comedy. and I think like the way society is moving, like with the Me Too movement, and now all this like QAnon bullshit with like the pedophile rings, like it feels to me like that you know maybe society wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know if you get the widest distribution on this one now. Right. Like yeah. society wouldn't accept these jokes as much as they did when yeah. this documentary yeah. came out. Right? That which, whole culture of right. oh, look at how dirty these guys are. So, yeah. how nasty which is why this needs to like be somewhat championed and like seen as like an archive cuz like right. this was at a time in history when like you could say these things and like this is this is a form of humor. Yeah, well and especially like guys like John, well, it's not just a joke either. Especially like guys like John Stewart, right? Like John Stewart's like yeah. very political. He's like he did the Daily Show for a long time, which yeah. was comedy, but it was still somewhat news. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and he's like a huge champion for 9-11 uh, survivors. Ooh. And like, mm-hmm. like he's he's in Congress. Like, I thought you were going to say he's a huge champion for 9-11. No. I was like, jeez, yeah. okay. Never forget. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, so funny. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, it. this joke doesn't really fit with John uh, Stewart's, like, comedy persona. Oh, my God. Right? I just realized that on the 11th day in September 2001, two buildings were hit, and that looks like the number 11. Yeah. You that just realized that? Nuts. <laughs> I was thinking like a birthday cake, like there's smoking candles on the top of it, but like it's, America's not Ooh. turning 11. But buddy, it looks like the number 11. I never noticed that before. Okay. True story. Didn't you send me a picture on 9-11 of you writing and the 11s were buildings? Mm-hmm. You didn't even put it together then? No. Holy fuck. Christian smoked too much weed that day. <laughs> Man, I don't <laughs> that know. Day. He was at work too, so like what the fuck? Maybe just today. <laughs> you just did it right amount to be like, guys, guys, guys. <laughs> no, but like as like right now, we can joke about 9-11 and it's not so bad. Everyone knows I'm joking. But yeah. Fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. like So no. I, yeah. That, that is an interesting point. Like, yeah. I just don't think this. Then docu- again, this with, documentary will get made. With everything going on recently, you could tie in some like Epstein Island stuff into that joke. And you could <laughs> get. Uh, <laughs> Give it a go. See yeah. what it yeah. sounds like. Right. But uh, yeah, so just like, all right. I got this island. <laughs> I got a bunch of performers. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. It would be interesting. Like again, it I definitely think, would be. I think we've talked about this time. Like having like updated uh, docs. Like you know, the aristocrats. You know, twenty years. Uh, mm. This um, would be a very interesting one. Yeah, it would be like ten minutes long. Like no one, no one. Yeah. No one well, what joke? What are you talking about? It doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, That's a Disney movie, right? And that, <laughs> I don't remember what kind of rating it got. Uh, like if it was, I think it got uh, pretty ra- good. It said it made. Oh, no, like, like rated R. Or, oh yeah, yeah, it was yeah. rated R. Like NA. I yeah. mean, it made six point four million in the box office. So yeah. let's talk I, about. I, that. I thought that was. A, <laughs> I thought that was a budget. It says box office. Oh, this uh, is also on Wikipedia, so yeah, it made it to got. theaters. Yeah, that's pretty how cool. insane yeah. is that? But not AMC. AMC was like, no. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. they said no. Fair enough. Yeah. That's strange too, because they seem to uh, support really unique, independent perspectives on film. Also, do you think any war movies where like people of maybe not white skin tone get blowing the fuck up? And AMC, it would be like, hey, there's too much violence. Mm-hmm. They'll show that. Absolutely not. But they're like, hey, you're fucking made up jokes about this in weird joke that comedians told each other. And it's an yeah. insight into comedic culture. Like, no. So that Puritan system yeah. showing its head again. I, I was reading something about uh, how Penn Jillette, uh, uh promised no nudity uh, or anything like that. Who gives a what? shit about but that? But why? Imagine there was. There's just one of the but there was. The, oh yeah, and that guy so in the tub. There's uh, one comedian, and so he had to blur out uh, um, like her her tit when yeah. like, he has his arm around her in the hot tub, and like they kind of wrestle a little you bit. You think that girl's still alive? She seems <laughs> like she's living an upward trajectory in life. Yeah. Hmm. Um, <laughs> cocaine will do that to you. And, and I can't remember if something. It was, like, he promised it for the trailer, or promised it like like it was supposed to be like. The trailer or something was supposed to say like no nudity, but like all kinds of like dirty um, jokes, mm-hmm. uh, and and he couldn't keep his promise. And he had to to blur it out, oh, which, is, which is funny. Again, like for the subject matter of the documentary, like who gives a shit about a tit? Yeah, right. Like uh, they could go into such detail describing a tit in the middle of a joke, yeah. that it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was joke like 
one, some of the comedians had jokes about like ripping nipples off. I think mm. something like that. Yep. Um, yeah, crazy shit. Yeah, describing that in very clear detail. So, but, when I first watched this, when it probably when it first came out, or relatively close to when it first came out, Sarah, Sarah Silverman's rendition, how. She says that she was like one of the girls. Yeah, that was the yeah. performance. Like I thought it was so she's, fucked up and so funny. She said she was an aristocrat. Yeah, <laughs> and then how she's like, and Joe Franklin was my dad, or like he was the manager. And then it cuts to him, and he's like, "I've never met her before." Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was fucking hilarious. But then I didn't know that there was like a whole legal controversy with uh, Joe Franklin because he sued Sarah Silverman. <laughs> for saying that? For saying that, yeah. That's so And he won. Weird. And then in 2011, uh, there was he was on some show, and he joked that life's been good since he sued Sarah Silverman. That's so but shitty. But that's such bullshit, because, like, yeah. It, and then, yeah, it's yeah, just. Because she, she says, like, Joe Franklin raped me yeah. in his office, right? Yeah, and then it cuts to his weird fucked up little office, yeah. and he's like, I've never met her before. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so funny, but yeah, I don't, yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. Do we know how much he sued her for? No, it doesn't oh. say. Um, because that's yeah, that's crazy. No, especially when you agree to be in a yeah. documentary about the like about this subject matter, and then yeah, true. Then you sue someone because they include you in their joke. Like that, that's kind of fucked up. I guess he just has a shitty sense of humor. I don't know what else to say. And, and he, like, he's not a comedian himself. He's a manager, right? Like, yeah. But like, he probably has managed somewhat. Sure. Yeah. Of a comedic clientele before. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. But and someone like Sarah Silverman too, who's not like a celebrity, like a, a oh, Brad she, I, Pitt her style celebrity. Sarah Silverman's show was on, I think, at the time. The Sarah Silverman show was. Yeah. On? Yeah. Yeah. So like she's she has a name like she is obviously a celebrity she's famous but she's yeah. not like fucking Anthony Hopkins famous like there's I love some a hop yeah so there's just a different level ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba. and to take something that someone says from that level seriously I don't know and like to go after them monetarily right? yeah like if it was a lower level comedian it would have been interesting what he did yeah because if he knew if he like couldn't get money from them he's or like if it was yeah. Eddie Murphy or someone like who was oh just he would probably would have lost loaded. his mind yeah. yeah he wouldn't have let yeah. that shit happen yeah but maybe maybe because it was a woman as well yeah <sighs> like she was she's a powerhouse in the comedy uh Emporium, oh ab absolutely yeah but like she's still a woman. Yeah, and that's just. Like what, I guess she would was starting to get big back in two thousand five. It just feels to me like she's been doing comedy a long time. Like yeah. I don't know when she started, but yeah, it just feels to me like Sarah Silverman's like new. But I mean, time flies so fucking quick these days mm. that uh, yeah, everything she's been around. Everything feels like it's just happened yesterday. Yeah. yeah, and there. So like on top of that, like Sarah Silverman being a legend, there was a huge cast in this documentary. Oh, oh, I think yeah. they're able to interview. Oh, they, oh fuck yeah! They said like, they actually crazy. interviewed a hundred uh, comedians. Yeah, I don't know if they show all hundred. No, because the oh, Pendulet did oh, say no. that there was some that they had to cut out. So yeah. it will be interesting to see like the full like raw footage. Right. Like very few documentaries. Like, do you want to see raw footage of Child Underground? Like, no fucking way. Yeah. It's so fucked up. This you'd be like, yeah, I want to see everything. So, just kind of taking it aside. Going back to ch children. Oh God damn it! I uh, I read some comment like she got some award or something. 
it was like, oh, she was talking about uh, filmmaking, and okay. someone commented like, oh yeah, so you can just sit there and point the camera and watch someone die and not intervene. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, someone ripped on on her yeah. pretty bad. But like they didn't die; they just got a boot to the head. Calm down. I think in some of her other movies. The fuck else does this girl make? Like uh, she, Jesus, she did a war documentary. Oh well, that's not her fault. But but it was like a, um, it was like a, a recruiting, like like it was about a recruiter, and, oh. I, and I think it might have shown some war footage. Oh, but uh, yeah, I think I remember reading about that. Yeah. Um, she, like she profiled the greatest recruiter. Oh, the in most American successful history. Yeah. yeah. Did we watch a promo on that or something? I feel like I've Maybe. seen that recently. I think we talked about it last week. But yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, huh? Um, yeah, but interesting. Yeah, the amount of people they interviewed for this. Oh like yeah, yeah, legends, yeah. man, legends. And, and it's nice. To a lot of them died well, too. Well, yeah, Don Rickles soon was dead. after. Yeah, um, yeah. It's nice that they got Carlin, got those guys on um, on tape, right? I don't know. There's a handful of them that I don't know. Rip, Rip Taylor, my I don't I, know if I he's. I think Rip Taylor's gone. Yeah, I think. I think so. that Otto and George, the puppet. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that guy passed away as well, but I'm not sure. Although Is the puppet's still alive. Not yeah, yeah. He's doing good. Sweet. Good. He's got a yeah, so. I was telling Christian a story of that I've heard about Otto and George that that Otto and George were performing somewhere, and the puppet said something that offended somebody, and the person pulled out a gun and shot the puppet. Um. So yeah, Rip Taylor died awesome. last year. Oh man, it's, it's almost mm. been exactly here. It was October sixth. Oh well. Uh, and he was funny. Otto and George. So Otto uh, Sol Peterson died in 2014. Yeah. Okay. Um, John he didn't seem that old. No. No, time. I think I, he might have liked 40s. the. I think Jesus. He, he was the heroin. He was oh. 53. But I think I think I don't know. So he would have been like um, like 44 in yeah. in the documentary. Mid 40s. Yeah. And the the amazing Jonathan is in this too, and yes. that's um. I think we've talked about that documentary. Yeah, that about was that one guy. That we talked about with uh, Dylan. Yeah, that st- uh, yeah. the comedian Steve Byrne did. Right. I believe that's who did it. Yeah. But yeah, I was trying to think who we talked about that with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, it was, yeah. I think it was Dylan Reed from Tickled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Reed, yes. And I saw that he was in this. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, that guy. And Don Rickles died in 2017. Oh, man, Don Rickles is so goddamn funny. This is an interesting archive then of uh, comedians. Just fucking legends. In their last decade. So, legends. You know what? Who I would have loved, I'm just looking at Don Rickles and showing like people also search for. I would love to see Tim Allen in there. Mm. Oh, that'd be, Cause, yeah. Because like, he, I'm sure, because he used to be like a, I don't know, a raunchy comedian, but yeah, like I would say that. Yeah. Used to do stand up comedy and like definitely cool with cocaine. Yeah. Um, but like <laughs> but he's also known as like the family comedian now, right? Like with yeah. the Santa Claus. That would movies, have been funny. Uh home improvement, stuff yeah. like that. His version is just the home improvement family. Yeah. And then the, <laughs> the guy next door and like this guy's a fucking legend. Yeah, and I beat my kids with And then he somehow sandwich. like at the end like brings the car into it. You're like, Holy shit. <laughs> and speaking of Rip Taylor, I always get him. Like uh, confused with Rip Thorn or Rip Torn, mm. not Thorn. Rip yeah. Torn. Okay. Because those are like, Rip their names. Tor- Rip Torn is the most like fantastic name ever. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought that was a fake name yeah. at first. My parents were like, "Oh, this one's got Rip Torn in it." And like, because yeah. we were watching an old action flick or something. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, yeah. who? Like Rip Torn?" I was like, yeah. "No way." Okay. That's what happened to him? <laughs> that was the first stage name I ever came across, and it was a fucking real one. 
His parents are winners. Yeah, oh. definitely. They're I'm definitely. Sure. They're from the Torn Paper Clan. <laughs> <laughs> from the 60s? Like the Torn Acid Blotter Plan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his brother's name's Blotter. <laughs> <laughs> well, so another another comedian that uh, I kind of didn't expect to see was Howie Mandel. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's funny too, man. I've never seen him on stage. You've never seen any Howie Mandel stand up or anything? One of his big jokes was he used to put a rubber bag or a rubber glove over his head and his nose and then blow the rubber bag or like rubber glove up and then it would pop. He should try that again, but just keep going and blowing and blowing and blowing until the inside of the bag just explodes with his brain matter. I think Family Guy did that joke. <laughs> oh, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Oh. It's funny, too, how from a, mile away. Um, a lot of the comedians reference Gallagher. Yeah. And, like, Gallagher's humor was, like, some weird shit. Like, he just went up on... Because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. But, like, I don't know if he told jokes. Like, I don't understand how... It could be so mind-blowingly hilarious for someone to go on stage... And smash a watermelon. Yeah. Like, how the fuck is that funny? I mean, he was big when life was fairly conservative. Well, when conservatism was kind of starting to break. Because when he, when he Dude, was imagine popular, like, late 70s... This is going to be a fucked up statement, but, like, Gallagher African tour, mm. people are just like, you're an asshole, man. Why you... Why you stand there without the raincoats on the front row. They just rush the stage. We're like, we're taking your food, you fucking dickhead. Yeah, they hold bowls and plates and call them. But I don't know. He had to interact with the crowd or do something. Like, there's no way. Mm. Or like, for 45 minutes, I'm going to smash bananas. You're I, like, what the fuck? Admittedly, I've never seen a Gallagher act. Neither. So, I haven't no. really either. I've just heard tons of comedians reference it. And then the Dave Chappelle thing, where how like Gallagher sold his act to his brother and then... Chappelle adds on to it of like a lesser known factor. Gallagher's brother sold it to a black guy and he's black Gallagher. I, I would have. It's great. I, I just know he looks like Super Mario. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he looks, but, he's, he looks intense. Um, so the, when we were talking with the white comedian who, who uses the N word, so he's an, he was an SNL writer. So uh, he, it was the black uh, uh, SNL cast that he was getting a lot of hate from. Mm. Uh, he came out and said it. Fair and, enough. Um, but you know who would have been a fucking awesome comedian? Like, who that? Who that? Dave Chappelle. Like, imagine the version yeah. he would come up with. Oh, yeah. Because he, he just doesn't give a shit, right? Yeah, no. Like, he would have just been smoking, like, just not giving a fuck. Yeah. And I, I was a little shit, disappointed. Shit, I didn't even think of that, yeah. man. That would have been, yeah. There's only two um, black comedians you hear from in this. It's Chris Rock yeah. and Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. And... Chris Rock is in it very, very little. Like yeah. one small a, segment. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like a two minute piece. That's a good point. Like And they don't even have like other like why didn't they get um I wonder if they tried like, to get um God damn it. Cheeseburger. Jamie Foxx. Uh, yeah, Jamie Foxx. Or um the guy who his son's a professional skateboarder. God damn it. Lopez. George Lopez. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he yeah. was like would have been around Right. Yeah. And like they just, it's a bunch of white guys and girls. And, and yeah, and that's literally what it is. Like it's a bunch of white male comedians. I guess that's what comedy is. And it's a few, just a bunch of white people. And a few white women uh, um, sprinkled in there with. Yeah, that's um, comedy, I guess. I guess that's why the joke's so fucking dirty and incestuous and sexual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or maybe they asked other and like other people, and they're like, like, "Nah, man, you white people are yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Mm. Who the fuck tells this joke? Yeah, that's <laughs> not that's not funny, man. Like, what's wrong with you?" 
That would be funny. That's a good point, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, like, the, this joke is kind of like the jazz of jokes. I don't sure, want to yeah. ever conflate yeah, those two. That's but, why, like, it would kind of fuck with me that, like, a comedian would be like, no, I don't want to do that. And, like, no, you're fucking hilarious. Like, come on, and it also add your funniness. No, no, like, no. the girl, yeah, the girl who tells, like, that beautiful stage play. Yeah, yeah. And, like, what's it called? And, like, dirty motherfucking cocksuckers or yeah. something. <laughs> you're like, yeah. that's you, fucking awesome. You just flip it around. Yeah, so like, yeah. The act is wholesome, but the name is... Yeah, because her, you're like, what the fuck is this girl talking about? And then, like, what's it called? And, like, oh, yeah, perfect. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah so, like, that's a way for comedians who, who don't want to make it dirty to kind of still tell a joke with the same kind of impact right mm -hmm. yeah i guess you, you could also just make it like a i don't know uh like a comedy of errors style right. joke like just rolling on different mistakes and strange outfits and behaviors yeah. you don't have to um, actually make it sexual another person that we since we've been going on the theme of people that are like perceived as clean and like telling this joke drew carey yeah, because he's right. doing it literally on the set of it looks like his show or like something. So the he's Drew just Curry on the yeah. he's on a sound stage. Yeah, and telling how he would always mess it up or that was funny too when comedians would go through this whole fucking thing and then they're like the Aristocats, Kratz, fuck. Yeah, or they just forget the name. I, and I wonder how many people get this movie mixed up with the Disney movie, The Aristocats. <laughs> <laughs> you go and to like, like when fucking Blockbuster was a thing, and they're like, ah, "I got a movie for the kids." Yeah. And like, wait, it's weird. It doesn't have any like animation on the front. Yeah. <laughs> huh. The number could never be high enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if Disney like got a hold of them and was like, "Can you change the name?" Or Absolutely. Well, not. I, I wonder if there was any kind of like. Uh, no, it's a historical term. Uh, yeah, for sure. But but I mean that hasn't stopped. Like, um, so that right now there's a country uh, band that they used to be called Lady Antebellum. Oh yes. Um, yeah, but, but so, but Antebellum is basically the name of a, a style of house or something mm -hmm. to do with plantations. Yeah. Uh, in the and you're the lady the of the house. Well, so. Now that with like all this uh, like racial unrest, like they've they've taken the antebellum part of their name, and they want to call themselves Lady A, which was kind of but that still stands but, for. But it was yeah, yeah it was a name antebellum. that they, like we're a, not Nazis, we're Nazis yeah. light. So calm down. Yeah, we're you know? just the N group. But it was a name. Oh, nice. It was a name that they kind of you know it was like a nickname that the band kind of went by anyways. The N Men. So <laughs> they wanted to change their name to Lady A, but there's already a. A woman. She's been uh, yeah a music musician since. Fuck you. Like, think of a new name for like thirty years. Mm -hmm. A black musician, and her her name must be they start just, with an A. So she calls herself Lady A. They sued her because her name's Lady A. Fuck this like, band, bro. She's been doing it for fuck thirty this fucking, fucking years. Band. Mm. Fuck yeah. this band. Do they yeah. have any? Like, there's. I don't even care if they have good music, but fuck this band. Like, that's yeah. such bullshit. What? Like, like I'm a kind of like a tertiary like country fan like i'll listen to it um yeah and that just completely turns me off of listening to them like fuck who the fuck shit. do you think you are you want to change your name this woman already has it fuck and you so that's why i'm yeah. saying like I, I wonder like i wouldn't put it past it is disney, possible disney to say no True. like you guys need to change the name yeah it's of not movie. like who has deeper pockets like pendulette and paul provenza or sure. disney like yeah. Well, I mean, perhaps in the like the Lady A case, she didn't actually copyright the name Lady A. She just that was her moniker. But if they sued her, then they had to sue her for something because she would have attempted to re 
obtain copyright of that name after the fact of Lady Antebellum wanting it. Yeah. So she knowingly scooped it up, and perhaps that's a suable uh, yeah. cause. Know. Fuck that band. But, I mean, well, yeah. that's still shitty too. Though yeah. on top of that, that's she's been called shitty. Lady A for thirty years. Uh, Fuck them. As a musician. Yeah. And like, this band is like, that's such oh, dirty we can't uh, use our racist name anymore. Okay, let's take it from this black woman. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that detail. Yeah. yeah that's uh, <laughs> that's. Uh, yeah, and then like, all right, we're going like one step back in racism, but the drummer really wants to do some racist things. So what can we do? Like, let's go after this black mm-hmm. lady. Like, Jimmy, that's a good idea. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. a weird move. The same with oh, the Dixie Chicks too, right? Like, they're changing their name. But at least they didn't sue anyone. Yeah, but they, <laughs> they also like, like the, yeah. yeah, they they dropped the Dixie out of uh, out of the name. They're just the chicks. They dropped the Dicks. Oh, really? They're just the yeah. chicks now. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's funny. Yeah, you know, I got, that's also a thing. Of, like people called them that too, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah like I, I'm weird. fine with that. Like, you know, you're dropping the racist part and you're not doing anything shitty. <laughs> uh, There's so many things that. called Dixie in the South. I mean, like Dixie beer. Well, yeah, Dixie we, Lee chicken. That yeah. And, and, do you know where Dixie Lee chicken was started? Ontario, Belleville. Belleville, really? Belleville, Ontario. My Holy crap! City <laughs> I live in. Did you wow. have the first Dixie Lee? Yeah. When was it like? Uh, in the sixties. Oh, think. oh, okay. I, I'm, I meant like you personally oh, no. eating it. No, I'm like, I, I, I know you're I don't old, think I've ever. I don't think, you're that I don't think I've ever actually eaten at Dixie. Is there a Dixie Lee in Belleville? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. yeah. I've only had it the once. Yeah. They should have just called themselves the uh, Chicksy Dicks or something. <laughs> chicken Dicks. Yeah. The Chicken Dicks. But yeah, <laughs> that works. So <laughs> there's chicken balls. But yeah. So like, the, and that's what. And like, there's country music because I get like. Every time I go to to Google the aristocrats, mm-hmm. like I always like scroll yeah, down and, and accidentally hit Aristocats. It's right there, which is a fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well. which is equally a great film. Like those homeless cats, they can play some music. Yeah. They can play some music. It's yeah, like that's true. There's not as much prolapse either, which is nice. Oh, yeah. I was going to say it's like the non CGI version of the cat asshole version of cats. Like yeah. just came out. Yeah. Are there cat buttholes in the Aristocats? Wait, there's so. cat assholes and cats? No. Yeah. Uh, well there's a well, the director's cut that has that. Really? Yeah, yeah apparently they, they like the first cut of the movie had it. What? And then and then they viewed it they're like, why why do all that's these weird, cats have it? assholes? <laughs> Directors just in the corner like Yeah. Like that's why. Well I mean like a big part of being a cat is showing off your asshole. Yeah. Definitely. I mean they were just going for realism. They're like ninety percent asshole too. Dude, yeah. that fucking creative per- room. Personality and, just, and physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one's a hussy. It's <laughs> a straight ninety right there. <sighs> okay. Well, fuck. I but don't yeah. even know. So apparently, yeah, the assholes of the CGI cats. Um, fuck that movie. Were removed prior to theatrical release. Well, that's good to know. Now I can watch it. The assholes were removed prior to this release as well, because obviously Chevy Chase wasn't in it. Oh, nice. But he, that was his I like decision. It. So he wasn't removed, per se. No, he still, was removed. He still yeah. did an asshole type move. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Chevy it's, Chase it's removed an a- himself. An, as- an asshole tendency. Wasted all their money and time interviewing him. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, now and you're then just going to have a tape out. that no one could see. Yeah. A tape? <laughs> what? What do you like, think this was filmed on a fucking film? No, exactly. This was filmed digitally, was it not? No, it was probably a tape. It was probably really? like a mini DV tape. Yeah, or... Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I worked, for, I worked for a production company from 2010 to 2012, and we use tape primarily. That is mind blowing. Yeah, I mean, it's HD tape. It's HD, and it's like easier to archive. So, yeah, so and it, 
yeah, it's cheaper than than data. Like, yeah. Jesus data. Christ. It takes up more room because you need to have, like, we had a vault of tapes. Yeah. Um, and then after so many years, you can just, like, reuse the tape or trash it. Um, That's yeah, shocking. I, just before I yeah. left, we switched to a digital format. I mean, Chevy Chase is still an asshole. Yeah. But <laughs> Back to the point at hand. <laughs> Look, man, tapes are crazy. And Chevy's a dick. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it has a high... Um, pixel rating that's why it can go hd and then hd actual film is even uh, yeah. clearer of a picture you could probably upgrade that to like 4k you could sure. restore it to 4k yeah. yeah and higher i bet 8k even is possible now oh yeah this oh, was yeah. definitely not yeah. shot in a high quality film I, I don't even know if it was hd like, nah, i feel like it might have been sd yeah <laughs> it might have been standard because it would have been at the time it would probably have been pretty pricey to like, do it hd it was probably shot in like 2003 <sighs> yeah well, yeah, it would be interesting to see. Like, I don't know who out of the cast that they interviewed died first, but it would, like... Well... I don't know when Carlin died, but... When did... Uh, or Rickles. Johnny Carson, because he died... Or Carson, yeah, yeah, yeah. He died just before uh, it premiered. That's true, so he would have been... So he died uh, yeah. in 2005. So... So it was 2003, 2004, five, yeah. Because, you know, by the time they shoot it, they probably took a year to shoot it, six months to edit it. Mm -hmm. So it was probably shot in 2003. Yeah, so it was probably standard. Yeah. Yeah. Probably on, like, one of those old fucking, that VX or something. I think the camera that I have. Yeah. Probably on something like that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, the most important part about that was... Oh, shit, Deadpool poster fell down. the, uh, The audio more important than the video for oh sure. yeah yeah well and that's the thing like it, this it's funny too if some of them you can tell they're just comedians and because like they have like labs on the outside of their shirts yeah. and they just don't give a fuck about mic placement and yeah. they're like that's it's not what it's about it's about the joke so sure yeah like yeah. like really like like i said i i picture when i remembered like it was like they came out on stage and said it mm-hmm. like maybe i watched the the live uh like stage and uh the documentary version, uh-huh. and I'm only remembering the, the live stage because I know I for it's sure totally watched, possible. Yeah, I know something I f- totally easily get mixed up. Yeah, right? I know I know I for sure watched the actual documentary because I I rented it off Netflix when Netflix was DVD. What when they you, mailed it? Fucking yeah, cool. <laughs> Do you have the original like your same Netflix account? No. Oh, I'm like that'd be. I don't cool. even have a Netflix account. It's my wife's now. I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. I have Disney Plus and something else. Okay. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. So, like, like I thought, like, it was, like, a little bit more, like, production. But, like, literally, like, there isn't much production. I know, like, they there. just like, show up. It's literally just, like, a series of talking head interviews. Yeah. Like, that's. Yeah, yeah like, you're a performer. Like, oh, we're, you're going to be at this club. Like, all right, we got 20 minutes to interview yeah. you. Or, like, hey, let's come over to your house. Because you can see some of them, like, it looks like their house or, oh, like, yeah. some yeah. of them are, like, an apartment or, like, a hotel room. Yeah, I think there's someone on a park bench. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the mime, like, he's out on the street, like, he's out on a sidewalk doing it. Well, yeah. mimes don't have houses. They well, always do that. <laughs> yeah. They don't sleep either. They just constantly mime. Well, and it's funny. So, the mime guy, because obviously he doesn't tell the joke. He mimes it, the whole thing. He told yeah. Me that. Um, he tells the joke. It, well, he doesn't, like, not... Verbally. You understood him. 
Yeah, but he yeah. doesn't use words. Yeah. Fine, he communicates. Yes. Why are you being such an but asshole, man? I'm not. Like, I'm just being technical. He's on the God he's on the uh, the sidewalk, and like, yeah. there's a restaurant, yeah. behind, and you can walk, yeah, like, yeah. see people at the table behind, like, yeah. just watching him do it. Yeah, Christian and I were mentioning probably that. Like, when we were, when he starts like with the dog, or when yeah. he starts humping something. Yeah. They're probably sitting at the table. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? There was a few people that you could see walking into the frame that yeah. were walking towards them that could like putting it together of what the fuck is he doing? And they're just like walking by, like looking at him the whole yeah. time. Like, what is going on? But, so funny. And obviously like Paul Provenz is a comedian. I think he's also like a writer and producer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it's crazy. Like the amount of connections, like you have to have like, you know, whether he had connections to, all those comedians personally or probably you know, like, or he knows you know you and yeah. you know this comedian and this comedian knows that and but just to get them all like this web of of contacts right because mm-hmm. yeah get they have like in. a they do have a wide range of people and sure, professions yeah. it's not like they just talk to stand-up comedians like they talk to the there's writers staff of the onion yeah um which yeah which the staff of the onion just seemed like out of place with all of them it was out of place, but it was neat to put into context or to show that like something that can be this funny can be made completely not funny. Yeah. And this is how. Yeah. Like I didn't find their version. No, not at all. But like you put like it's like any joke. If we were to sit down and break down the joke, you're like, guys, this isn't fu- like yeah. this is fucking stupid. Yeah. And they're like, all right, what next? Like, Kristen, what's your idea? And they're like, poop. Okay. And then Tyler, you're gonna I'll pee. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna go from there. And like, and, and how I, is this creative? Like, I love I mean, the you guys are completely wrong if you think that comedians don't literally do that. Well, no, they all do for sure. <laughs> you people but write their jokes. That's, yeah, that's but an it, industry it just, standard. It just, like, and I love The Onion as like a publication or whatever they want to call mm-hmm. themselves. I think they're they're hilarious. Oh yeah, they definitely but, are. But just like that, like and some of the stuff they're talking about, like oh, let's do some gay bashing. Um, so I was just like, yeah, it just was like they just seem like they're trying way too hard. Mm-hmm. It could be because they were conscious of being filmed. Yeah. Yeah. It just yeah, it was weird. It yeah, just seemed like they were breaking down the joke, and it's, it's not. It's the only part of that whole document that just didn't feel. Yeah. Like it had its place there. I mean, it sort of does if this is a real documentary. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. If it's an exposition or if it's just a cool little biography of this yeah. immaterial thing, yeah. then yeah, maybe it was a little weird because this was more about the, the backstage of comedians' right. lives, but The Onion isn't that. But this isn't that either. This is a documentary. And that joke exists whether we like it or not sure. in places, whether we like it or not. And Obviously, it exists in the onion as effectively as it might be or ineffectively. I mean, it would be, but it, it still is there. And if they neglected to show it, I mean, that's yeah, pretty biased. It's just, it seems to me it's not something that I don't think the onion would ever publish. Like we should a, try and find that article. But is it, was it an actual article? I would think so. I mean, what the fuck were they it brainstorming? Could have been a skit, they were just a radio show? Yeah. Podcast. Well, because I think this was before they ever had. Any other medium, right? Like it was just like their website, and like they put out actual newspapers. Uh, they've had films and skits for like the last thirteen years. Yeah, so yeah, this was this was fifteen years ago. Um, to your short cusp. son. Wow. On the cusp. Search yeah. it up. But maybe, yeah, I don't know. But I just thought it was. I get what you're saying, Tyler, of it not fitting in. But I also liked it. Of like, oh, this is how you can also destroy this joke. So that's kind of interesting. 
Yeah, and the premise of the joke isn't really like anyone has said, like to be told uh, in a serious way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was yeah. just a fun sure. thing to tell each other to see where you could go. Yeah. It's like practicing your music uh, before the actual performance with your bandmates. Like that's that's literally a jam session. Yeah, like these comedians are jamming. There has to be, uh, I would think, that hardcore comedians that like hate this documentary of just of like telling like industry secrets or something, or just like getting an insight. Yeah, I can see that. For of sure. like, no, this is something that you have to work towards to get this knowledge. Which I get what they're saying of like you have to bust your ass on stage, mm -hmm. and then to be like, hey, you're Christian, you're funny. Like, let me tell you a little joke that you can tell someone when you're in my position eventually. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> you're a comedian. Maybe don't take things so seriously. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a weird place to be, cause like that that joke, cause that's a really good point. I don't know how comfortable I would be with people knowing. Uh, all the inside jokes of my friends. Yeah. But on the other hand, these guys professionally are funny. Yeah. So you kind of have to take everything then on yeah. with a grain of salt because you are kind of a joke. Yeah. And I'm not going to really take you seriously because then yeah. the illusion is shattered and you're a real person and yeah. now you're not as funny. Or like Dave Chappelle, you're way funnier, but that's very rare. Like Bill Hicks, I think, was one of those people somehow who straddled that line on stage even. Because mm -hmm. he, he told jokes for sure. They were based sort of on real life. They were a little bit um, uh, autobiographical for sure about his tours across America and uh, things he sees in the news. Mm -hmm. But they were also, um, I guess, hilarious. Right. So Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't... I can't imagine too many people being able to take themselves seriously or become a serious person uh, after being a comedian because you're a joke. So and if someone takes your shit a little bit too seriously, like your industry is foolish. Yeah. So if someone is like, ah, eh, like maybe don't tell our jokes backstage. Yeah. Like fuck off. Like it's a yeah. fucking joke. Maybe don't take it so. Seriously. Yeah. I would. It would be interesting if Pendulet. And Paul Profenza, like, got, like, anyone was weird around them about it. Mm -hmm. Well, and I mean, a lot be... of those comedians, uh, well, maybe not a lot, but three or four at least were angry at the joke. Like, they somehow had a hatred for it. Yeah. Like, I don't think Jon Stewart actually told the joke. Like, he talked about it and talked about yeah. telling it. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh, I would say a majority of the comedians didn't really tell the joke, right? Yeah. Like, they just well, yeah. told, they told stories. Snippets of or, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, stuff that they've included sometimes or yeah but like, like oh yeah got to make not sure not the joke from front to to back but mm. um i just go like searched up uh, the onion uh and the aristocrats so the only thing i could find was apparently uh uh have you guys ever watched the movie beasts of the southern wild yeah no no so no. apparently that the year that came out during the oscars um the onion put out an article um about her and used the word cunt and Ooh. so then her being who uh the black actress in it oh okay. uh, the sorry the, yeah the main actress damn and so everyone was kind of outraged and they're like oh we're, we're sorry we didn't mean to insult her uh we didn't uh you know it was just supposed to be satirical uh but then paul provenza the director of the aristocrats mm -hmm. came out and was like they're 
their apology is not an apology. It's not good enough. Like you didn't, you didn't offend people because you insulted her. You didn't offend her because you insulted her. You offended her because you used the word cunt. Yeah. Like that's, so that's the only thing I could find between. I mean, so it may have been a personal thing. Yeah. And yeah. But, yeah. Paul Provenza kind of came out and like attacked uh, the onion for mm. not uh, coming out with a genuine apology. <laughs> it's funny. You're probably weird. closer than you think then Mitch, but you say that this is out of place and janky within the documentary. I guess Tyler, this was yeah. your point actually, but it it maybe was kept in to show that it can be shit on and that this joke is a cool thing, but not if it's done like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's how I saw it. Yeah, so I was like, oh, you guys. Yeah, because it, and it's just it. it's totally just not on character with like what the onion does, which is like they're more satire and like, kind of making fun of uh, real yeah. life stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it felt weird to me, but you mm-hmm. know, it's it's good to see all sides and and all points, especially in a documentary, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, with the I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't overly impressed with the work that they were doing. Although yeah, we didn't actually hear the joke; they were just brainstorming what they could talk about in the joke. Yeah, which is kind of weird, based on what this joke is supposed to be, which is kind of an improv session. Right. You just on the spot think of the funniest, nastiest things you can. Sure, yeah. and like you, like you likened it uh, before to jazz, like a, a jazz musician just going mm-hmm. up there and kind of. Yeah. Like, Riffing yeah. on it, right? And that is something that was touched 100%. on in yeah. the documentary. Someone yeah. mentioned that it's like there's a genuine uh, structure to the joke, but you kind of you don't really need to know much more right. than the intro and the outro. Yeah, and that's not a lot of the joke. There was a very short version of the joke, though. That really old guy, I can't yeah. remember his name, but uh, yeah, his joke was I think three sentences. Yeah, it was the intro, and then the actual act, and then it was the outro. Right. Which like that's that's a thing of beauty, man. <laughs> like it can be three fucking sentences, or it can be forty five fucking minutes long. I hope someone like when we were kind of talking about how you know people getting mixed up with aristocrats or aristocats. I hope there was like some very like conservative like uh, housewife and and mother that. I was like, oh, a stand-up comedy uh, documentary. Oh, it has Bob Saget from Full House and, and oh, uh, Susie America, Billy. Come near, America's come hither. Funniest home videos, and they put it on. It's just like the raunchiest off. Like, oh my god! <laughs> Wonder how long they would get in because I forget like how long into the documentary before or something yeah. like pretty intense is said. Yeah, it'd be funny. They're like, oh nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, through the credits, it's just like, yeah. Nah. No. A lot of people just babysit their kids with the TV. You just plop them down in front yeah. of it and be like, ah, oh, watch the aristocrats. And they walk away. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and they go to make dinner. Wait, I didn't know Rip Taylor was in this. <laughs> <laughs> is he the big cat or what's going on here? <laughs> Wait, what the fuck is he talking about? Um, kid comes back and the Aladdin. Like, Whip your dick out. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what did you just mommy, say? Mommy, mommy, the Aladdin, the guy from Aladdin, the bird, he told me this <laughs> yeah. crazy rendition. Hey, there was two people from Aladdin in that. Robin Williams and... Oh, Gilbert man. Godfrey. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. Right. What a fucking crazy cast for a movie, man. Like yeah. a Disney movie. Yeah. <sighs> Bunch of sellouts. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. So, before we pick uh, next week's documentary, uh, I think we're going to try and put together some, some updated uh, intro and extra music and yeah. give it uh, our, our show a little bit of a refresh and kind of a more... Uh, personal touch rather than some stock uh, 
music we found on the internet. Give this so ugly, comfortable though. Give this ugly bitch a makeover. Yeah, yeah. Woo woo! Like putting lipstick on a pig. I've seen some pretty sexy pigs. Okay. I'll well, talk. We were at your sister's place a couple of weeks oh. ago. Those pigs are dead, bro. Oh, they look even better now. But yeah. <laughs> I I thought that was a sister joke. It. No. Oh man, <laughs> fuck you, oh, Tyler. Hey, no, I, I, hey, was like, I was like, whoa, that's this that's fucking kind of, guy. Oh, fuck me, I guess. Yeah, it'd like, be more fucked up if I'm like, what pigs? What are you talking about? Yeah. There was no pigs at my <laughs> sister's. And then like, oh, you asshole. Yeah, I thought Christian was just like taking, no, taking a shot. No, there oh, was man. actually uh, two pigs. Okay, they were they were they were actual pigs. We went wrangling. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Have you guys watched any? Did you grease them up though? No, I didn't bring my grease. I forgot oh. it at work. Uh, uh, this is totally off topic, but Christian, after we got them in the trailer, told my brother-in-law, he was like, if shit was getting crazy, I was going to jump on the back of one. And mm-hmm. he was like, just a farmer laugh, like, huh, 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 huh. <laughs> Ride him on home. <laughs> That's nice. pretty funny. Yeah. So, yeah. Montana. And it, what were you going to say? Yeah, you're oh, you watch any documentaries lately? I watched one this morning. It scared the fucking hell out of me. Was it The Aristocrats? It was. No. <laughs> the Disney movie. Those fucking cats, yeah. man. Say it again. No, um, it's a new one on Netflix, The Social Dilemma. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, you I mentioned this briefly. Yeah. Promo um, for it. So, yeah, it's basically, it's interviews with, like, a bunch of former, like, high-tech, like, uh, Silicon Valley executives. Yeah. Who are all, like, vehemently, like, in, a lot of these guys worked for Twitter, Pinterest. Yeah. They're um, all against Facebook. that. They're all against social media. Like, that's and it, crazy. But it just wow. kind of like it dives into like the dangers of social media and like yeah, man. So it goes through all these interviews and then there's um, some dramatized like I forget what movie the kids in um, Social Network. No, uh, I'm playing Zuckerberg the, again. Yeah, there's a, so I fucking play. There's an actor, um, probably yeah. But it's a documentary, and there's not usually actors in documentaries. But no, but. just the idea <laughs> of that like there's an actor. I'm like yeah, there's probably uh, a few in the world. What uh, there's got to be an actor up there. I've been an asshole since you said my <laughs> sister was indirectly a pig, fucking dickhead. Ever since Daniel Day Lewis stepped away from film, uh, where are all the actors? He doesn't do that anymore, does he? He was in. I don't, in, I don't he, think he does. I don't care. Oh, he he was in Vacation with. Uh, um, oh fuck, what's Chevy? His name? No, Vacation where. Uh, Ed uh, Helms. Oh, you know, what? Ed, with Ed Helms. Yeah, he was the, he was a son. Oh, I have that no was, idea um, what you guys are talking about. Frog-eyed looking Aryan yes. motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Frog- uh, so anyways, he's, he's in a it. French German. Oh, I did not know. Frog-eyed. No, I mean, Aryan. frog-eyed Aryan. Let's keep saying it. That's good. Cool. Um, <laughs> all right. But anyways, the frog-eyed like, mentor. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so it cuts back from like interviews to like this dramatized kind of like there's three guys playing AI and it's like showing how like notifications and like ai oh, kind of yeah. controls like they personified you, it yeah, yeah. Like what you see and like in this thing like he's getting kind of sucked into this like like super right wing um like hate group through oh. through facebook because he keeps like watching it yeah it's a very relevant and it, yeah and it's oh yeah because they mentioned covid in it so it, it's a very new Jesus. doc Okay. Um, oh, that's totally. Oh, fuck, man. I guess you know this is the ninth. This is the ninth month. Yeah. Of this year, and yeah. it didn't even start in this year. So. Yeah. Right. right yeah. What are you talking it's about? It's been around for a long time. Well, I mean, technically, in China, it started back in like. Oh, November. I thought yeah. you were saying something like 9/11 shit of no. like nine months, <laughs> and then like the 11, and I'm like, what the fuck? No. 
Yeah. But now I was also just thinking of like, man, like neo-Nazi groups of like this is just putting more yeah. well, wood it, on their fire. Yeah, mm. and I mean it talks about of all places like, they could have started. To you. It basically talks about QAnon and like how right. like Pizzagate. What the fuck is QAnon exactly? QAnon is like Pizzagate. You know what Pizzagate is? Yeah, right? yeah. So QAnon's a business? No. No. QAnon is like a, a group, like a they're the, they're uh, conspiracy like, theory group. Oh, so, so they're like, a bunch of idiots. So they're the ones that keep thinking like they're like um what was that online website uh that sells furniture? IKEA? No. Wish? Uh, no, not Wish. Um, Wix? Alibaba? No, Wix is uh Wayfair. 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 Oh, Wayfair yes. was uh was selling kids. Just what I need. Oh That's their logo. <laughs> yeah. Those um, hutches though, man, you could fit like six of them in there like cordwood. <laughs> man, you know that those so, aren't Romanian orphans. Pretty yeah. efficient. So yeah, so like it, it touches based on something like, you know, say Christian, you start watching like these QAnon videos just out of morbid curiosity. Right. Well, all these algorithms are gonna start taking you down this rabbit hole and like what? Push it pushing it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So it has like little dramatized bits and kind of tells a story of this family that are all kind of addicted to their phone. Very interesting. There's a, like mm. a young daughter who, you know, she she's posting like selfies with uh, filters and one girl comments like, oh, could your ears get any bigger? And she starts like, um, you know, like showing like how like bullying yeah. people are, keep getting addicted to this shit, right? Mm. Yeah. Like, and actually, like, and I mean, I deleted Facebook. The only reason I have Facebook is to run our uh, Facebook. I don't have any friends on there. Um, I don't actually actively use Facebook. Um, but yeah, like I kind of deleted it. Like I still have Snapchat and Instagram, but I don't really post anything to Instagram and I have Twitter. But mostly, again, to, to post stuff for the doc or for yeah. the podcast. <laughs> I got Twitter back when it was like six months old and I yeah. didn't know what it was. And I was like, I just created this fake name. It was like, Dark Knight 360. Yeah, I didn't do anything with it because I didn't know what Dark Knight 360 was supposed to say. Like I thought this was some kind of fucking right. membership game thing, and I just never went back to it. Yeah, I mean, like I, I I'll read news and stuff on Twitter, but like I, the only stuff I actively post is stuff for the podcast. It is but, amazingly up to date. I will yeah. say that yeah. it is a global news feed yeah. that like yeah. you could figure out what's going. Like the Lebanon explosion, yeah. there were pictures yeah. on Twitter like ten minutes after. Yeah. Well, how would like the um, in where was Gaddafi being G- Libya? Libya, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the whole like the revolution, like when yeah. that shit yeah. started kicking yeah, the off. Arab Spring. That's yeah. what that is, right? Yeah. Tw- yeah Twitter, like that's. You could say like somewhat of a positive. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's just crazy that the well, internet is such a powerful thing that social media in particular, though, and social media have, wouldn't have happened yeah. on a forum. Yeah, yeah, so, that's true. That's so true. So the one guy that they interview, he co-founded a group called Humane uh, Technology. Mm-hmm. Um, so he used to be a, a VP of does VP of ethical. Um, Something at Facebook, I think. They just got rid of that whole department. and like, we don't well, need you guys anymore. Yeah, he's shit at his job. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Well, and he left because he's like, this shit is not for me anymore. Um, and he goes on like, to talk about, like, you know, when they talk about Russia, like, intervening with the election. Yeah. Like, they're not actually hacking anything. They're no. just using Facebook as it's made yep. to be yeah. used. And he's talking about, like, you know, back in the day, Saturday morning cartoons. It was yep. heavily regulated. Like, they couldn't... Absolutely, they man. They couldn't advertise cigarettes, alcohol. Like yeah. You Communism. <laughs> you couldn't advertise certain things. Cause, yeah. Because um, that was made for kids. Yeah. Well, now YouTube kids, like... There's people, anything. People don't, aren't watching TV anymore. They're using YouTube kids. Yeah. Uh, and there's no regulations as to what they yeah. can advertise or not advertise. Yeah. 
And then there's the weird shit with like videos of intercut with like violence and weird like yeah. sexual stuff on kid centric yeah. channels. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's just completely yeah, wide open. It's it's definitely worth to watch. Like, cool. And that's what I, <laughs> I tweeted out this morning on our our Twitter page. Like, a must watch is uh, you know the social dilemma. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's ironic that I'm tweeting this out on social media yeah. to watch it. <laughs> Spread the but, news, man. Yeah. But yeah, but it's it's. But you're mailing pamphlets. Will will they? We've just delivered them. You'll get them in six to eight weeks. Like, in the, a perfect world, yeah. you would just send out that tweet. It would spread to the entire world within ten minutes, and then Twitter would shut down. The 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 That's main movie, thing, man. Yeah, the That's main thing they, they talk about is like Facebook and and YouTube, really. Yeah, but it's it's YouTube crazy. Is surprisingly pervasive. It's and like fuck, dude. Stuff updates there really fast too. Oh yeah, because now there's the live stream. Version. I just I just heard how much content is uploaded to YouTube, but I forget the number. But it's oh yeah, ridiculous. But, and so the one point that one of these women made, like. AI never makes mistakes. It just keeps learning. It just keeps growing. Yeah. It's never going to go back and say, oh, we did this wrong. Let's go back. It's yeah. just going to keep changing. And, like, it's a supercomputer, and our brains are, like, millions of years old yeah. of evolution, and they're not evolving at the same rate as technology. Yes. So yeah. the way the algorithms work, like, it's learning faster than us. And yeah, it's, man. it's getting ahead of us, and there's no regulations to it. We just got to so, Neuralink that shit and then just yeah. become ones with the computers yeah. and we're like, fuck it, who cares? I mean, that ties super closely with Marshall McLuhan's research, a Canadian yeah. doctorate that uh, wrote some foundational texts on our relationship with technology on the whole. Yeah. And that was a huge point of his was that technology's adapt like it's changing faster than what we can adapt with it. Right. And we're living in a world dictated by it, but not... Uh, well, we're not mm-hmm. really doing good with it. We're, yeah, no, it, we're it, falling behind. It makes social media like fucking scary. Yeah. Like it, it, it doesn't. Uh, it reminds me of the Great Hack. Yes, uh, the documentary. Yeah. I think it's yeah. still on Netflix. I think so. Deals yeah. with that uh, Cambridge Analytica. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Awesome. So, shall we uh, pick one for next week? Oh well, just before oh. I started to watch one called Carts of Darkness. Okay. Oh, I know about this documentary. It's essentially following a group of homeless people in Vancouver who collect bottles and cans in their shopping carts, but they also bomb hills on the backs of these shopping carts. They're like full of glass bottles, and they just shred like skaters in the 80s and 90s in California, just down these like Venice Beach hills, but they're in Cal- they're in Vancouver now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so... It's an entire lifestyle. There's we, a small league, and oh, we're gonna add it to the jar. For we sure. Do they we uh, yeah. do like all the alcohol and meth, or are mm-hmm. they like they oh, swig okay. the leftovers of each bottle they find? Yeah, <laughs> and they eat the bees because the bees are full of alcohol. Apparently, that's aggressive. No, that's not true. They didn't <laughs> say that. But, but they're not like there's yeah. a lot of them that are like, oh, this guy's clearly fucked up. I kind of just got into it. Uh, okay, gonna, I'll finish it up. That sounds okay. like, sounds okay. like a really fun doc okay. to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, Christian's old roommate, Landon, telling me about it because he was super into oh, it. Oh, 
That definitely seems like something he would know about. Yeah, dude, he was super into it. He's like, man, I found this documentary. It's amazing. I'm like, this seems fucking crazy. Yeah, he would just go and do it. He'd steal a cart. Yeah. He would rip around town. There's just one parked out back. Like, He's like, man, I made 50 bucks tonight. He'd be like, yeah, but you smell like old beer and you're I, covered I in mosquito the, bites. And- I picked up the MX-80. It's the newest <laughs> yeah. grocery cart that shoppers have. These are high-speed bearings? So <laughs> I shouldn't I shouldn't bail out as easy. I put reds in it, bro. Yeah, yeah, these are eight That's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it looks like a lot of fun, though. Yeah. I'm excited to finish we it. T- nice. We talked about Action Park, right? We yes, talked about that yeah. last week. Okay, yeah. I haven't watched anything. There's one on Showtime that I want to check out. That Outcry. I think I was telling you about it. It's about some football player that like is um, alleged that he like molested some kids or something, oh, okay. and then he really didn't. But then like whatever state he's in maybe texas just like once you go down that road of allegations like this whole this kid's life is fucked and it's supposed to be a really good documentary crazy but yeah okay. on showtime well, we'll have to add both those to the uh to the jar mm-hmm. excuse me yeah so i think i picked last week shaky picky time my pick go for it let mitch uh such a good song Shake. Harry Belafonte. It's a good one for sure. What did and you get? Read the words. <gasps> it, it's a blank piece of paper. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that was too that's much. That's a dirty trick. That was What's the date today? That, that's uh, April 1st. Is is that a wild card? Like we just get to pick whatever we want. Oh, <laughs> I'm up for that. Uh, let, let, let's do that. Cards of oh. Darkness. No, we, uh, I feel like we have to stick with the. Well, let's stick. We're we're definitely gonna put cards of darkness. For a second, I thought you said hearts of darkness, and I was like a hundred <laughs> fucking percent. I will watch that absolutely. Is that actually one? Hearts of darkness. Yeah, yeah it's the making of oh, Apocalypse Now. That's right. I did. I did not. Yeah. Need to watch Apocalypse Now first. I'd laugh if you picked that one. That'd be hilarious. Ooh, we're on a uh, comedy oh, theme. Nice. Is when, this Don Rickles? When stand up stood out. This is so weird. So yeah. I think this is about... Um, Why does this keep happening? I think it's just about how, like, the power of stand-up comedy. Cool. Do you yeah. want to... Uh, it's changing the world, man. Look into it and see sure. what it is. Yeah. But I think that's what it is. Comedy podcasts, comedy specials on Netflix. That's, a, that's yeah, well, being included kind of, in a comedy special, the fact that everyone fucking has one. Yeah. I think I have They're one. Not, I think you, you could probably get one. Let's call Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Tell them a rendition of Aristocrats. Yeah, and they're like, the that's so original. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, I know. You want $100,000? <laughs> so it came out in 2003. Cool. Uh, directed by Fran Solomita. Okay. Oh, I uh, love Fran Solomita's work. Oh, yeah. Fran. And it was, uh, so it's stand-up comics include Stephen Wright, Dennis Leary, Janine Gar- Garofalo, cool. Colin Quinn, cool. Bobcat, Goldthwait, cool. Lenny Clark. Cool. So, so everyone cool. who wasn't in the aristocrats. Steve, Steve Wright was in it though. Steve oh, wasn't that was. that was the guy with the crazy hair in the hallway? Yeah, that's oh. his name. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't catch uh, the last guy that Tyler said it's a funny uh Boston comedian. Colton Quinn. Or Lenny Clark. Lenny Clark. Yeah. I, I believe Col- he's from Boston. I think Colin Quinn's from Boston as well. You, you might be right. He's funny. Yeah. Cool. Oh uh, no, he's from New York State. Oh, sorry. Right. So but it was almost sorry, Mr. Holy, Quinn. which was 
like abuse children in one way or another. Yeah. Oh, and I it think was, it was like a it, hilarious it, comedy. And then it was, well, no, and then it was Cobain, which was about abuse children in one way or another. Yeah. yeah. And then it was Children Underground, which yeah speaks for itself. <gasps> I think I know where you're going with this, and I like it. Keep going. Well, and then we completely Just, changed the tune with Aristocrats. Now we're on to comedy. And, and then another comedy and now doc. We're on another comedy doc. Oh. So but that happened with WikiLeaks. Yeah. Okay. That happened with Taxi to the Dark Side. Yeah. That happened with. Um, there was one more. Oh, was well, one just like that. Four, four little girls, and then Home of the Brave and Cropsy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the uh, the write up of this says in the late 1970s and early 80s, Boston stand-up comedians burst onto the national scene, giving audiences a taste of hard-edged social and political commentary in what came to be known as the Boston Gold Rush. So, so we're Boston comedians, basically. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Man, all this modern history. I've heard uh, kind of some stories. Your head around. Some heard some stories of them. Pretty funny. Um, I thought what you were going to say was like these documentaries of like these kids having fucked up childhoods. And now we see what those kids did with that <laughs> fucked up childhood. And they became comedians. Oh, I thought you were going to say then that all those kids are actually the cast of the... No, no, no. So, no. It's weird. This person. The European tour. (laughs) (laughs) The aristocrats, European tour. The children underground. Bulgaria, there's no law. (laughs) This person on IMDb gives it a one star. Fuck them. But it says, see this movie, but not with your 14 year old. So apparently. What? That's on you, buddy. Yeah. That's. (laughs) It might be. Yeah. Oh, a documentary about watching comedy. You're like, things are going to say, fuck Susie. It should have been five stars. This was a great movie, but I fucked up because I'm a stupid parent and I brought my kid. And my, my kid is lame. He's a lame, (laughs) he's a lame 14. Dude, when I was 14, if someone showed me, I'd be like, yeah, this is funny. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, that guy said fuck eight times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't really, I might not know what he's talking about, but like, it's, it's, it's funny. It's not on the director. Sounds funny. So apparently there's like a little bit of, uh, uh, crude humor in it, so yeah. which is going to be great. That's what so like he's saying. Boston he's, comedy is. He's saying it's good, but his daughter laughed at all the right places, and he didn't have to explain anything. So <laughs> why did he give it a one star then? I this guy know. spent all this fucking time in that review. Yeah, we should make a talk about that guy's. Fuck review. that guy. And the title of his review is "A Fabulous History." So. <sighs> a one star review with you're all an asshole. Friends. You're mm-hmm. you're a dickhead. It's a dumb guy. Okay. Guys well, from Boston, clearly. We're He's head, a dickhead. Heading back to the uh, the stage uh, next week for some more comedy. Some this funnies. is going to be hilarious. <laughs> okay. See everyone next week for episode 48. In the high.